0: welcome to the level up with katie b podcast if you've ever wished you could get a glimpse inside the minds and lives of women who are masters at creating abundant and fulfilling lives and you're ready to learn the secrets behind unlocking that in your own life you're in the right place Each episode, I and a series of guests uncover the secrets behind creating the life you can't stop fantasizing about. I'm Katie B, human design coach, airline pilot, CEO, and crazy cat lady, and I am so happy to have you here. Oh, hey, good looking. What's cooking? How are you? I am so happy to be here with you today. Today is part two in the series of the biggest lessons I've learned from my recent training at work doing my command upgrade, so moving from the right-hand seat as a first officer into the left-hand seat as a captain, all of this information is designed to for you to use to help fuel your own personal growth and expansion. I'm going to be sharing with you today a, well, a lot actually, <laughs> very raw and vulnerable insights into one of the biggest challenges I faced through my recent training. All in the name of showing you that even though powerful manifestation isn't all high vibe, positive thinking, skipping through the woods, chanting, frolicking in daisy fields, you actually have everything you need to create massive success in your life. You have everything you need to bring your manifestations to life. This is the raw, real, and human side of being the bridge between 3D reality and the quantum field. This is the unfiltered truth that will help you access your own badassery. So settle in because this is going to be a ride. To go with this episode, I actually created a free download for you as well. This download is designed to help you get more intimate with your human design chart. It's going to help you understand your splenic energy center, which is the home of fears and instincts. And do you know what? When you learn to understand the energy within your spleen, you have the opportunity to turn fear into power. And I really, really want that for you. So if you don't have time to listen to the full episode just now, just make sure that you don't forget to grab that free download. It's available through the show notes, so definitely get in amongst that because it is going to be so powerful for you laying the foundations for an extra juicy manifestation process in 2024. Okay, so in last week's episode, I shared with you you know, the first lesson, which was that it's possible to achieve success even if you doubt yourself. Even when the loud inner critic is pestering you, this is not a sign to stop. It is not a sign to give up. It's not a sign that you can't achieve your goals. So if you didn't listen to that episode, write down episode 40 somewhere, leave yourself a note, write that down, go back and listen to it because these episodes are going to be epic preparatory work for you getting off to a running start in 2024. I really just want you to like go full steam ahead into your dreams for 2024. This week the lesson I have to share with you is all about pain and the difference between being in discomfort and being out of alignment. This week my friend, my big lesson for you is that Avoiding pain, avoiding discomfort is cheating you out of powerful life experiences. And understanding the difference between being out of alignment and actually being in your growth zone, unfortunately, is a little bit trickier than we give it credit. It takes some time to learn this. So I'm going to share my story with you. It is super vulnerable. It's super freaking messy. Not going to lie you're going to get an insight into me at my lowest. When despite all of the work that I've done on my own performance mindset, despite all the practices I have in place that support me in overcoming head fuckery, (laughs) despite my awareness around my body and nervous system responses and the practices I have in place to support me, I still spiral every now and then. And it happened recently. I couldn't see myself getting through the other side, but I did, and I want to share that story with you. So to give some context, throughout my recent training, there was a few checkpoints, I guess, where I had to pass certain hurdles, meet certain standards in order to continue on to the next phase of my training. And at one of these checkpoints, I messed up. I let my nerves get the better of me. I made some bad decisions and my nervous system, shitty nervous system responses kind of took control. I was hijacked by my nervous system. You, we've all been there those times where you're so nervous that you can't think straight and you start making poor judgment, poor decisions. Now, this if you've never heard the podcast before, this goes back to years and years and years of performance anxiety. I don't get like this in my normal day job. It is all around being assessed, and I've done a lot of work to overcome it, but it still rears its ugly head at times. So, yeah, I had a shitty nervous system response resulting in me making bad decisions, and I had to reset the sim session. So, I had to do some training uh, and then reset the sim session. After I failed at this checkpoint, I doubled down on all my practices. In particular, I've always found emotional freedom technique incredibly useful for resetting my nervous system, but I've also recently learned some vagus nerve exercises that I used along with some hypnosis and mindset tools to support me through this journey. Now, I always use these tools. They are a solid foundation for what keeps me kind of grounded and stable and clear-headed. But, you know, obviously I'd had a shitty reaction and I kind of called on them and leaned on those tools a lot more than I normally do. And do you know what? I was actually feeling pretty good leading up to the day that I had to go back into the simulator for some more training. All good until the day of the simulator. So I was scheduled to go in around 9 p.m. If you know nothing about aviation, I should probably tell you the simulator is where we do all our hectic training. It's like I've called it my torture chamber in the past because it's where we do all our really... Heavy emergency procedures training any procedural training that we don't want to do in the aircraft gets done in the simulator So it's all training. Um, the simulators are super realistic. They're on hydraulic jacks they are actually very cool Uh, but a lot of training and checking goes on in there So yes, so I was feeling pretty good leading up to the day I was scheduled to go back into the simulator for some retraining Uh, but then on the day of I was I had to go in at nine o'clock at night. I, you know, I'm a morning person, right? Like I'm up with the sparrows at like 4am. <laughs> so 9pm is a, is a long day for me to stay, like start work. Uh, yeah, I was ruminating. It was also the first day of my period and my hormones were being a little bit crazy. I was feeling depleted. And despite all the work I'd done, I actually just felt horrendous. I was so nervous. I had no faith in my ability to make it through the sim session and I couldn't shake the dark cloud. Like I really felt like a dark cloud was following me around like peanuts on (laughs) what's that, what's that flipping cartoon? Oh, you know what I'm talking about anyway. A friend and a colleague of mine called me to see how I was going, and he literally asked how I was going, and I immediately burst into tears. He was incredibly supportive, but I felt really sorry for him having to listen to me blubber while I told him how rough I was feeling that day. Clay couldn't say anything to help shift the needle, and I was really considering calling in sick because I I literally couldn't stop crying. I was so tired. I was pretty hormonal, but also the thoughts that were running in my head, all the worst things, right? All the worst things I've ever thought about myself. My shadow was out and (laughs) loud and proud. All the doubts I've had about my abilities, you know, I talked about in the last episode, they were running through my head a million miles an hour on repeat. I felt like I was in a torture chamber of my own making. Now, I know that sounds so dramatic, but I seriously was having a bad day. I think probably I was having some version of a mild panic attack, but I've never really had those. So I didn't really recognize that at the time. But here's the thing. Despite all of that, I kept telling myself it's not as bad as it feels right now. I kept telling myself that what I'm feeling, a lot of what I'm feeling isn't actually real. It's out of proportion to what's actually going on. So I looked after myself. And I did check in multiple times, like, am I going to go do this sim? Am I going to call in sick or am I going to go do this? Somewhere in the depths of my being, I knew that I could do it because I I just knew that it was my head fuckery that was holding me back. But it was painful. It was not fun. So I packed my shit up. I cried all the way to the simulator center. And I actually had to park on the side of the road and pull my shit together before I marched on in, trying my hardest to be focused and (laughs) pretend to be chipper AF. Oh, Lord. Anyway, here's the thing. I made it through that sim. I used a few of my nervous system tools in the bathroom before I went in. I gave myself a good stern, you got this pep talk in the mirror. And then I just did it. I leaned into that fear so hard you wouldn't even believe it. It wasn't easy. I'm not telling you it was easy, but I leaned in. I learned loads in that sim session, and it gave me the confidence I needed to move on to the next step in my training, which I did, and then continued on with my training without a hitch. So this is obviously an extreme and amplified version of what I've experienced in the past. And what I'm sure you've probably experienced at some point in your life. Maybe you've experienced it at that level of intensity too. And I have to tell you, I I really wanted to run away. Everything in my body was telling me that this situation wasn't safe. I wanted to hide. I wanted to give up on my whole training. I definitely didn't want to go to the sim session. As I walked out the door that day, Clay gave me a kiss and told me that he believed in me and I just burst into tears. (laughs) I didn't believe in me. I wanted to avoid the pain more than anything. The thing that kept me moving forward was all the training I've done on energetic mindset, all the nervous system work I've done. Even though it didn't help me believe in my abilities in that moment, I knew that avoiding pain wasn't the solution. I knew that I was pushed so hard up against my growth zone that my face was smooshed up in it. And I knew it was my growth zone because I knew that what I was going to do that day was in alignment with every single one of my core values. I knew it was my growth zone. I knew it was my growth zone because, friend, I have worked this aspect of my shadow many, many times. And I recognize her when she comes out of the darkness to fuck with me. And so, despite the physical and emotional pain that I was in, I knew that it was in alignment for me to keep moving forward. Being so intimate with my core values, my shadow, my inner child, my past traumas, all these things give me the clarity I need to know when there is no choice other than to lean deeply into the pain in order to step into my next level. You know, I do preach a lot about ease and flow happening when you're in alignment, but there's a bit of a dirty misconception when it comes to ease and flow. Ease and flow is really being in a place where you are manifesting when you're creating your reality in sacred co-collaboration with the universe, knowing what your role is and knowing when you need to be patient and let the universe work its magic so that the puzzle pieces can come together. Ease and flow means having confidence that even when you can't see the next step, Even when things are so scary, so painful, they make you want to run away and hide, that you can trust you're heading in the right direction. That's what being in alignment means. It doesn't mean that you won't fail, and it doesn't mean that you won't want to throw in the goddamn towel because of the growing pains you're experiencing. Because that's what all of this is, right? All the mindset, head fuckery, all the energetic and nervous system lessons, it hurts It hurts because you're growing. So if you really want to create a life less ordinary, avoiding pain is not going to do you any favors. By avoiding pain, you're avoiding growth. From a human design perspective, this can be a little confusing. I want to give you an example because I am a sacral generator. So when living in accordance with my design, I'm supposed to be swanning around doing things that light me up, following my gut response. Well, let me tell you, my gut did not want to go into that sim session. The thought of doing that session did not light me up. I absolutely was not finding any joy in that process. And this is where the big gold nugget of this entire story is. Your human design guides you to being your highest and best. It's the energetic roadmap that you get to follow in order to experience and express all you came to in this lifetime, but you have to have awareness around your trauma, your conditioning, and at least a tiny little bit, like on some level, some level of awareness around the unconscious programs you're running, because these programs will affect what you feel in your body. Now. Obviously you can work to change those programs, you know, you know, you can change the programs, but that is, that's a lifelong work. And in the meantime, we can still grow. You don't have to put your growth and your expansion and your manifestations on pause because you haven't yet got all the flipping most empowering programs running, right? You don't have to wait for that. But those unconscious programs you need awareness around And the reason is because they muddy the water and make it difficult for you to gain clarity on how your design is speaking to you, how your body wisdom is speaking to you. You won't hear the language of your strategy and authority when you're in the midst of a panic attack, (laughs) like seriously. And that's why all the foundational energetic and mindset and core values work is so vital. Because when you have that stable platform, even in times when your nervous system is having a meltdown, you can, on some level, connect with the things that are true, the things that are not true and are a result of conditioning. You're so intimate with your programming that you can kind of, even when you are in full crikey, this is overwhelming mode, you can still find reason to keep moving forward into your growth zone. You can stay tethered to what is in alignment, even if it doesn't feel like it is in alignment. But you do really have to commit to that work. It it does need to be part of your practice. Otherwise, when you experience the pain of running full speed into your growth zone, it's going to feel like you're bouncing off platform nine and three quarters instead of sliding on through to the Hogwarts Express. There's a good chance instead of moving through it, you'll throw in the towel and give up on your dreams. And do you know what? You deserve better than that. Before I sign off today, I just want to ask you a couple of questions. First of all, do you feel like you know when things are in alignment for you or whether they're not? Do you know the difference between pushing into your growth zone and being out of alignment? Because If you haven't yet got there, that's totally fine and you will get there. Keep doing the work on your core values. Keep building the vision for your life because your dreams do not underestimate the power in your desires. Your desires are pointing you towards what you want, what you came here to experience in this lifetime. When you alchemize that with your core values and paint the vision for your life, you will start recognizing when things are in alignment for you you will start recognizing when growing pains are actually supporting you on your evolutionary journey. The other question I want to ask you is do you currently have supportive routines and rituals that help you manage stress, build a resilient nervous system and help you find balance in your emotional world? Do you have daily habits that have you committed to to your own growth? Now The thing with these processes and these rituals is A, they don't have to be like hours of ritual, they don't have to be hours of routine, and B, you might not necessarily experience the tangible benefits every single day. But what you will experience is an ability to navigate really tough times. When you commit to doing daily supportive rituals and routines that support your energetic mindset and emotional world. You are going to be so well-prepared to move through pain all in the name of expansion, all in the name of creating your most aligned, abundant, and fulfilling life. So I think the reason a lot of people give up on their daily routines and rituals that support them in this way is because they don't see the immediate benefits. They don't see it necessarily on a normal, cruisy day, but What you'll find is if you do, if you give yourself the gift of committing to these processes, you will be so much better prepared to face your growth zone like a boss. I do have tools and daily rituals and routines that I use myself, I support my clients with. And if you want support through that, you know you can find me. My coaching is on my website. I would love to support you as you grow, as you manifest in 2024. So if you're feeling like it's time for you to get extra support to set you up for success in 2024, head to my website. The link is in the show notes. So you can click on there and check out all my coaching offering and human design offerings. All right, my lovely human, don't forget, there is a free download for you in the show notes as well. It is a guide through your splenic energy center. This is an opportunity for me to help you get more intimate with your unique energetic blueprint. It's a guide to the gates which are held within your spleen, and it's a guide to help you recalibrate your spleen so that you can alchemize fear and turn it into power because you deserve that. Today's episode was really a glimpse into the raw and unfiltered side of me pursuing my dreams. You know, discomfort and pain have kind of walked hand in hand for me on my path to success. And I want you to know that avoiding pain is not serving you, but you don't have to do it alone. It is an integral part of the transformation process because it's unknown you are you are shifting you're evolving you're literally spreading your wings out of your cocoon there has to be growing pains i i truly believe that but it's so incredibly satisfying when you see what you are capable of i hope that my story has given you some Inspiration to know and encouragement to know that you can move through pain. You can run full speed at platform nine and three quarters and get through to the Hogwarts Express. <laughs> Just make sure that you're working on your daily routines and rituals, looking after your emotional, energetic and mindset support and you will find ease and flow. You will find it so much easier to know whether you're in alignment or not. All right, my love, that's it from me this week. Next week is the last of the three-part series sharing big lessons from my recent training, all designed to support you in milking the shit out of life. So join me then. I can't wait to see you then. Hope you're having the most incredible December and I'll see you next week.